Studios is bumming with Bobcat with your host, Bum Wine Bob. Alright, 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 this is Bum Wine Bob coming at you with an all new edition of Bumming with Bobcat. And this week we have a special guest joining the show. You know me, I, I, I like to drink. Uh, if you're listening to this show, yeah, most likely you like to uh, to drink as well. Uh, he is the host of the, the Fat, Drunk, and Stupid podcast. Uh, so right, right down our, our alley right here, uh, Rob is on the show. Rob, how you doing tonight? Pretty good, man. How are you? Doing good, doing good. Thanks for coming on here. Uh, crack it open some drinks. Uh, let's get started and say, what are you, what are you drinking tonight? What's your, uh, your beverage of choice? <laughs> well, you know, I didn't want to go, I, I didn't want to go crazy, but I wanted to keep it simple. So I've got the ice cold Miller Lite aluminum pints this Ooh, evening. Ooh, fancy, fancy. Going up, you know, <laughs> you're, you're, you're doing your part to contribute to the aluminum can shortage, you know, of That's, the... <laughs> of the world you know during this pandemic you know the yeah. aluminum shortage is now the the hot topic you know amongst other things but you know you're not just going with the standard can you're going with the aluminum pints so that means you know you're here to you know you're you're here to be fancy and have a good time but you know class things up a little bit so so hey nothing wrong with that no it isn't i <laughs> i enjoy uh i mean miller lights like my default beer you know it's a good one and it, in my opinion, but I also love high life. Uh, I love hams. I know you're a hams guy. Yeah, yeah, I'm a hams guy, high life guy too. I like Miller Lite too. Mm-hmm. It's not my my usual go to, but I mean, I'm not. I'll drink it. I won't turn it down. Um, <laughs> yeah, but you, you know, I, you know me. I'm I'm more in that you know that budget you know end of the the beer spectrum. So the so the hams and the high life. I mean, if you want to get drunk. You know, cheap. Yes, uh, those are the beers you go for. <laughs> and I will. And yeah, I mean the the aluminum pint is not a uh, that's not a regular purchase either. Usually, I just get the cans if they're on sale, or you know, High Life uh, or something like that. You know, but uh, the um, I was going to tell you, I, I I saw like you did a you were drinking a hams the other night. One of the things that I like to do, I go to thrift stores. And I will look for like the old uh, like beer mugs and stuff, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Pint, pint glasses and things like that. I like to 
to get a just you know find like weird ones and probably the coolest one that i found was this ham's goblet and i have to send you a picture of it sometime yeah definitely yeah i'd love, I like to see that yeah that's uh that's that's not something that you would normally see you know i've seen you know i've seen some ham's mugs and yeah. you know pint glasses but a goblet yeah. Uh, I got, I got to see that <laughs> for sure. I will. That thing is so cool, man. Cause I, <clears throat> I found it and it's like, um, it's like a dimpled glass goblin. It's got the ham's logo on it. And it's like this like yellowish green stained glass color. And I don't know how old it is or anything or, or whatever. Cause like I said, it was at a thrift store, but that's like my, that's like my go-to, you know, I drink beer out of that thing. I drink wine out of that thing. I drink whiskey out of it. Like, I don't have, care. You can have your, your morning cereal out of it, too. You know, you can, you <laughs> yeah. can it, it does, does it all. <laughs> yeah. And I found that one, and I found some um, just different pint glasses from, like, different off-the-wall stuff. I found this mug set. It's, like, these, uh, these like, pan, like, pan, like, Panamanian beers, like, these Central American beers. And they're, they're mugs, but they're smaller than a pint. But I found, like, six of them. They're all together for, like, 50 cents. So I got those because I thought, I thought those were pretty neat. So I like I like collecting this kind of stuff. And I do drink out of all of them, too, which is also, you know, so it's like form and function. Yeah, exactly. It's just nice to look at, but it's like, oh, I'll still drink out of it, too. That's the problem is that you, you accumulate, you know, so much, you know, stuff. It's <laughs> yeah. like, okay, what am I going to do with all this stuff? And I know I have a bunch of, you know, beer glasses and stuff that not nothing, you know, too vintage or like that, but it's like, what are you going to do with all this stuff? You know, so you can create a day at the time to say, oh, cool, here's, you know, you know, a Miller Lite glass or a Budweiser glass. And it's like, yeah, it's, it's cool to have, but I mean, nine out of 10 times, I mean, if I'm drinking a beer, I'm going to drink it, you know, directly out of the can or, or the bottle. Yeah. I mean, unless it's a special occasion, then I'll pour it in, you know, <laughs> in the glass. You know, it's like, it's like, oh, you know what? It's, it's Friday night. I'll, I'll live a little bit, you know, a little the high life, you know, so to speak, and, you there know, you go. pour my beer into, into a glass, you know, so. <laughs> so. Yeah, it, it depends. I do have a, I keep a frosty mug in the freezer, you know, for the summertime, definitely. Yeah. I, I got a few of those, too, yeah, yeah, that's nice, you know, for sitting outside, you know, oh, yeah. those hot days, you pour that beer in that mug, you know, get uh, that nice, nice, cool, crisp taste, and even when it says cold, where you get the little, the, um, kind of like the little, little ice chips, Yes, in in the beer, and it's like ah, oh, that's 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 we know you're living a good life. <laughs> you are, and, you know, right there. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I like you know, I've had like you know a shit ton of craft beer and IPAs, uh, you know stuff like that. But it's just something about like a really cold, like cheaper beer that's just really good to me. You know, uh, like a lawn good lawnmower beer as they exactly. Call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or sit on the patio with the frosty mug, you know, because I the one I have is big; it holds two beers actually. So I'll pour two two in there and drink it. Yeah, see, 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 now that's that's where you get it. That's when you do the beer in the mug. Is when you have the big, the big glass or the big mugs that can hold more than one beer. It's like you know what, (laughs) I'm just gonna pour two in here at once. Mm -hmm. I don't have to get back up to grab another one. It's right there, and I'll drink it quicker now. That yeah. is in the glass, so it's not you know you're not running the risk of it getting warm as you're sitting there drinking the first one with the second can just sitting out there next to you. You pour them both in there, pound it down quick, and you're <laughs> uh, you're good to go. See this this is the 
the um you know the the really the the nitty gritty of the, of the world of <laughs> if people are wondering how to do it this is how you do it exactly yeah yeah you go through you say okay how can i get my beer the, as cold as i can yes. drink it as quick as i can you know during the, these hot summer months you know sitting outside with you with your frosty mug trying to find the best way to to get it done so, efficient. so def- it's very def- efficient exactly efficiently and uh you, you can't go wrong i mean that's that's the <laughs> that's the 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 gist of it right there now what i'm what i'm drinking out over here is is the bumwinebob.com uh beer of the week and i don't know if you've if you've had this one yet it's it's kind of out there sporadically it's it's fairly new it's the lucky streak beer mm-hmm now, now this is this is fairly new. It came out about uh, almost two years ago is when it was first announced. It's, it's by Anheuser Busch, mm. and it's thirteen. It was thirteen dollars and change for a thirty pack of this. That's, that's a good deal. That's a good yeah, deal. Yeah, that, that's it. You can't go wrong with the price. That, that's <laughs> that's for sure. And. I was pleasantly surprised with the with the taste. It's on the same level as like your hams or your high life, you know, when it comes to the taste. It's not that, which I'm sure you've had, you know, you kind of get that cheap beer taste with yeah. some yeah. the, the lower quality uh, of beers that are out there. But this one, because you think, you know, you see a 30-pack, you know, for $13, you're kind of like... Uh, how, how good is this beer? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen some of that beer at, uh, so I live, I live here in uh, Missouri. And so Bush light is really popular here. That's what a lot of people drink. Uh, and you know, people go floating and go fishing and stuff. That's all they buy is like suitcases of Bush light. And, uh, there's a beer I've seen at Walmart here. It's like, it's like dirt, dirt cheap. And, I can't remember the name of it now, but it's it, it's like it's like a thirty pack for like eleven dollars or something like that. And a buddy of mine bought some, and it literally just tastes like carbonated water. I don't <laughs> even know what's in it. it. And then there's another kind called KC Light that's uh it's like th- it's like three for three point two percent or something like that, and it, and it's just like water, it literally just water. Like I'm I'm like I can't. I had to drink. I would have to drink like two hundred of those things. To, right. Then, yeah. <laughs> then you have taken a you know you're taking a leak like every thirty minutes because you're exactly you're single. constantly pounding them down. Like, okay, when am I going to get this buzz? Am I going to get this buzz yet? Then next, you know, you're in the bathroom every five minutes. Like, all right, I got to I got to piss again. And I got to piss again, and I'm still not drunk yet. What the hell is this? I tell you what I like to do is everybody has their own methods. And like, say it's like you know Friday or Saturday night. Kids, your kids are in bed. You know, me and the wife are gonna watch something. Like I will get, I'll, I'll get like a like a big shot of Jameson, or or like pour like a double shot on the rocks, and I'll drink that fairly quickly, and then I'll open a beer, and then I'll get like two beers in, and I'll do another little shaker of whiskey. So you kind of get that whiskey warmth, you know? Okay. Yeah. That- so you do kind of like a little little rotation. You know, with you it, but do. not, not, yeah. not getting too crazy though with you know the with the with the liquor you know. No. So it's it's smart, yeah. Not 
town and I not doing to. shots and you know <laughs> i used to when i was younger uh yeah i, th- I think we've all been there yeah <laughs> as you get older man you wait you're like holy cow this, this is not working for me anymore but just a little bit you know you get that little bit of a that warm and fuzzy going on you know that's always kind of nice yeah you get that extra the extra buzz you know you get that beer buzz but then you need that little extra, you know, with the Jameson, you know, or, or whatever other, you know, mm-hmm. you know, hard liquor, you know, you're going for just kind of gets you that little extra, you know, edge you yeah. know, <laughs> to your evening. It's like, you know, you want to get crazy, but you're not, you know, you know, streaking around, you know, the neighborhood crazy, you know, it's just that right amount. Yeah. T- and typically, you know, as it goes, uh, after like a long week of work and then, you know, the kids go to bed and everything and you're like, all right, we're, you know, going to have some drinks or something. You have about two or three, they end up falling asleep on the couch. Yeah. I, yeah. That's, that's the thing. It's, it's like, you know, it's like you, you get home, you know, you get everything said, eat, eat dinner and everything. Mm-hmm. You want to sit down, you know, have a drink, you know, by then, you know, it's like, like eight, nine o'clock yep. and it's like, you have, you know, a beer or two and it's like, all right, I'm, I'm like falling asleep over here. And it's like, like you don't want to say that because it's like okay, it used to be you know nine o'clock. I mean the, the night is young. You're ready to go out and oh yeah, you know and you know party and, and have a good time. And now it's like all right, I got a couple beers in me, maybe just feeling well, maybe a little little buzz. You know nothing too crazy, but it's like you know what, I'll just you know go and pass out now. <laughs> yeah, we uh Saturday night, my wife and I did like she bought a bunch of different wines, and uh, I, I tweeted a couple of them that we were tasting. And uh, she picked up some that were like uh, aged in whiskey barrels and stuff. So they were pretty good. But we picked up some food and we had these wines. We're like, yeah, we're going to do this. And it was like 8.30. And we both were at the, sitting at the table like, oh, you know, <laughs> we just kind of <laughs> like couldn't hold our eyes open. But we, we powered through it. I ended up drinking a few beers and, and we hung out and played rock band because we – we they, uh, we have a, a daughter who will be three this week. She went over to the grandparents for the night. So we were going to have like a night, you know, like a night together to, to do all this stuff. And uh, so, yeah, it was kind of funny because I'm like, man, I remember I used to just do this till the sun came up. Oh, also, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I yeah. also didn't have a kid to deal with, you know. <laughs> right, and, right. That was a big equalizer. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've had many, many nights, you know, with that, that hanging out with friends, you know, playing rock band and stuff, and you're just pounding down beers and mm-hmm. just, you know, you know, playing the guitar. Or if you're me, they get me start, you know, sing, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, trying to match, you know, the, the chords on the song, just failing miserably at it but mm-hmm. as long as the beers are flowing it's a good time <laughs> you can't go wrong and it be like you know one two in the morning you're still going strong and now it's like all right you know you know nine nine ten o'clock it's like all right we're i'm good for the night yeah now you're like i want to go to sleep and and we we did that we used to have uh people over quite a bit um before our daughter came along and i would and you'll appreciate this i would go get a couple uh, you know, cases of long neck uh, Miller High Life's. I would fill up a wash tub with ice and just pack them in there, and you know, just drink drink High Life. And uh, I would cook something on the grill usually, and then we would just drink and just play rock band till like four and five in the morning. Go to a breakfast buffet, come back home, sleep all day, and then it's like, yeah, that's done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> would you still have fun? I mean, obviously, you know, you oh, might yeah. be... it, it, it's all different. It's, it's, it's yeah. a different way of, of, of living life, you know, these days when it comes to, you know, family life and or, you know, life these days in the middle of, a, you know, a pandemic, a pandemic when you're, you know, stuck at home, you know, uh, yeah. drinking, buying your own alcohol and drinking at home, which, you know, I've covered many times in the show before saying, you know, people say, oh, you know, I'm saving so much money, you know, not, you know, really going out to eat or, you know, going to bars or anything. But it's like, in the end, I mean, I don't know, you're getting, you know, more, you know, takeout food, at least, at least I know I have been mm-hmm. over here and making more trips, you know, to the, to the liquor store and to get more beer and alcohol. So it's like, yeah, are you really saving much money? Probably not. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, I think it depends. Cause we, we use, uh, I, I don't know if you have Instacart there where you live, but we have Instacart here where they deliver groceries, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and so they would deliver from Sam's club, which has alcohol. So they'll bring alcohol. And that's been pretty genius, you know. We get groceries, we'll throw some beer and wine in there. And ooh, speaking of beer, sorry. And then uh, <clears throat> there was a there's a local locally owned uh, beer and liquor store uh, called Jugs. It was right around the corner from my house, a couple blocks down. And they started delivering during the the real height of the pandemic, like back in March, April, May. So you could call and place an alcohol order, and they would bring it to your house, which I thought was pretty genius. Yeah, you know. that's perfect. That's the way to go. Just say, okay, what do I want today? And just put it in there and have it, you know, come right to you. I mean, the only bad thing about that, I mean, at least for me, is, you know, I'm the person that likes to go into the store, you know, and look around and yeah, try to figure too. out what exactly I want. Because, you know, <laughs> some people, you know, just like they have their standards, it's like Miller Lite. They'll just pick up, you know, a 30 pack, you know, yeah. walk out the door. But, you know, for, for me, I mean, I like to go in there and I'll spend, you know, like 10, 15 minutes just kind of <laughs> walking back and forth, mm-hmm. you know, staring at, you know, the the shelves and, and the cooler, you know, saying, okay, what beer do I want, you know, today? Because I'm like, I want something different, yeah, you know, but nothing too crazy. Then it's like, okay, uh, all right, this one. Then it's like 10 minutes later, I finally make a choice and say, okay, well, I got this, you know, maybe I'll pick up a 40, you know, to – to go you know as, as yeah. well you know just to throw it on top of there so <clears throat> i mean no, i agree with that i mean yeah. this place does the you can build your own six pack so they have a bunch of different beers in there you know so i kind of i I'm, I'm like you i like to go in there and look at those in case they have something different or new or something like that you know but uh yeah i could stay in there for a long time yeah definitely. just I'll just pull up a chair, you know, sit down and say, can I just crack one of these open, you know, while I'm, I'm, I'm still making, I'm, I'm going to buy something, you know, I'm going to, I'll make a decision. Yeah. I'm going to make a decision, you know, eventually, you know, I mean, that's nice. You know, you go into the places, you know, they have their, you know, wine tasting or whatever. And it's like, okay, well, here we're tracing it. Okay. What are we tasting today? All right. I'll take this one. Yeah. That one. I mean, I'm not, probably not going to buy any of this stuff, you know, that I'm tasting here. But, but hey, I appreciate the free samples. That's fine with me. Yeah, definitely. And it, they do that there. They do. Uh, they sell microbrew stuff, like home home brewing kits. And they have. Um, they started a growler bar, so they have like four or five different kegs of stuff in there. You can go get a growler fill, um, which is pretty cool. I, I'll, I'll do that occasionally. Get one filled up, take it home. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it depends on what your what your mood is, you know, at the time. What your your flavor, the flavor of the week. Yeah. 
okay, what do I, what do I want to, you know, in, enjoy? And it's, it's, I mean, at least for me, the fun of it, you know, is while, while I do have a heavy rotation of just, you know, a lot of the same beers, you know, your old revivals and your standards, every once in a while you throw in something a little bit different just to, you know, switch things up. And every once in a while I'll throw in, you know, a fancier, you know, craft beer in, into the mix if it's a you know special occasion just to yeah. you know, keep keep everybody on their toes out there. <laughs> Switch it up a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the uh I remember back home. I'm from I'm from Virginia originally and uh I lived I grew up in North Carolina as well and natural light is like really popular in North Carolina. And uh a lot of people there call it Carolina currency. Because it's so it's so popular, and and there's an old joke that says, you know, you're in North Carolina when a when a restaurant has a banner that says Natural Light on tap, like they have it like a huge banner <laughs> advertising it because it's a, oh, it's, it's, a, it's a fancy place, and you're like, oh man, they got the they got Natty Light on light. tap, yeah. right? It's so funny because like re, you know like regionally everybody has their own like like their favorite stuff or something that could be not even local, which is something that people like there. You know, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not like a special beer that's just for like brewed right there, or like a hometown brew. It's like you know, natural light, or you know, something like that. You know, bush light. You know, certain areas just like have that beer that he's kind of flock to, and it's like this is the the go to for you know the residents of this region. You know, they love it, and it's on tap. All right, perfect. You know, they're like in heaven over there. I mean, luckily it's probably cheap, and that's. Mm-hmm. You know, best way it's like you know two dollar draft just like all right sure you know just load them up i'll keep them coming oh yeah the uh i was excited because uh yingling actually came out here about two years ago and uh i like yingling quite a bit but <clears throat> up until like two years ago it it wasn't out here you know and it, so that started popping up so i was very that, happy to, yeah that's always been one of those i mean I'm, i guess i'm some spoiled you know i've always had you know yingling Mm-hmm. Uh, in in New Jersey over here, mm-hmm. but I mean I know I've talked to other people that they're like, man, we can't get <clears throat> anywhere. We gotta we gotta like get it like, you know, get it. We gotta bootleg it in, you know, to the to the yeah. state to find a way to you know sneak it through. Yeah, I did that. Like, and it's like, man, it's like I mean, that's that sucks. I mean, it's because I mean it's it's, <laughs> it's great. very I mean, common on the East Coast. I mean. Exactly. I mean, I, I'll go into any store and it's right there. You pick it up and you know it's yeah. you know. It's right on that like, like a moderate. It's it's not it's not a cheap beer, but it's not expensive. It's kind of just right in the middle, you yeah. know, price wise. Yeah, it is. And the but, you know, when we moved out here to Missouri in 2014, I was like, man, you know, there's no Yingling out here. There was no. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if you ever had Dogfish Head, but that was that wasn't yeah. out here until recently. And so, like some of the guys I work with, they're like, "Have you ever heard of Dogfish Head?" And I was like. Yes, I have, of course. <laughs> I'm from Virginia, man. Dogfish heads all over the place. Right, right, right. <laughs> it wasn't. And, and so I live in, in Joplin, Missouri, which is southwest Missouri. And about 20, 30 minutes south of here is Arkansas. And it's like northwest Arkansas, like Rogers and Bentonville. And that's kind of a trendy place with a lot of like breweries and stuff like that. And so Yingling started being distributed there. And it's the only place uh, west of the Mississippi that started having yingling. So I would, my wife and I would drive down there like a Saturday and I'd pick up a couple cases and bring them back. And then I had a friend of mine who his wife had family down there 
And I said, hey, man, if you ever go, de- go down there, I'll give you some money to bring back some yinglings. Yeah, just bring them out here. I'll give you, here's the money, load up the trunk, bring it back yeah. for me. He was like, mulling back yingling. But when we first moved out here and then we, we went back to Virginia to visit, as soon as we got to a store and I went in there and saw yingling, I bought like three tall boy cans to drink while we were riding because I was like, <laughs> number one, it makes our drive much better. Well, I was riding. I was not driving. Right, right, right. Yes, yes. <laughs> but I uh, definitely was like, you know, just you know, just certain beers like you, you get a taste for and you and you kind of miss it, you know, and you're right. like, yeah, yeah, you know, like yeah. That Thanks, taste. Right. Thanks if you don't see it in a while or you haven't come across it. And it's, it's, I mean, I'll, I see that even places when I go here and I go searching, you know, I'm always on the search for, you know, new, new drinks and beers that I've never had before that, you know, I've seen, you know, mm-hmm. you know people post pictures of and it's like oh man you got to try this one you got to try that and it's like yeah i mean i'd love to but i i can't find it you know yeah. so i go searching you know in my travels you know any new you know liquor store that i've haven't been in i gotta i gotta stop in <laughs> yeah. walk in you know do a look around say okay you have anything new mm-hmm. you know that i've never had before and sometimes you get lucky you, you find <clears> something that you that's on the list and you wanted to try and you can you know pick some up and bring it back and other times you just strike out and it's like all right it's just you know the same shit everywhere <laughs> yeah. else but when, when you come like you said when you come across that stuff that either you can't find or haven't had in a long time you're like like oh man i, I gotta pick this up and you're like i gotta i gotta drink it right now i can't wait <laughs> yeah definitely that's what i did and there's a there's a few like like local Virginia beers that that are really good that I miss. There's a Hardywood Brewing in Richmond that they do a uh, I don't get too exotic with the beer, but they do a they do a pumpkin beer in the fall where it's aged in rum barrels. So it's like a pumpkin oh, style. Okay, okay. Aged in, and it's like tw- it's like twenty three percent. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, <laughs> that thing, man. I'm telling you, we, we would get like a bomber bottle and. My wife and I would each have a glass, and we were talking about the other night. She she gets up from the couch and she's like stumbling around and falls back on the couch after <laughs> one. I gotta but sit it, back down. <laughs> yeah, the, the, you know those are pretty potent, like um, those stouts and stuff like that. You know, like bourbon bourbon aged stouts and stuff like that are, are really good um, to get into. But it's, it's not something you can sit around and just knock back one after the other because they are pretty pretty strong. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, for. Like I said, when people that are used to drinking, you know, like these, you know, regular, regular beers, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then you, you drink something like that, it's like, you got to know, you're, you're dealing with a different monster here. Yeah. It's, it's not the same. You can't be, you know, drinking these all day. If you're going to have, you know, no. one, you know, maybe two, you know, if, if that's all you're drinking for the night, you know, like, like you said, for the people that, you know, want to go to sleep, you know, eight, nine o'clock, you have your one beer. And you're done. <laughs> you have yeah. that, then you're. You're good. You're set for the for the night yeah, after the, that. Those like those stouts and stuff are pretty good. And a lot of people, like most people that I talk to, either really love stouts or they hate them, you know, because they don't like a heavy beer or something like that. But I, there's some out here that are really good. There's a a brewery down in Tulsa that makes some really interesting ones. They have some that are aged in brandy barrels, and they have some that are uh, a. Uh, what are they? Oh, brandy, and then uh, they have one that's uh, bourbon, bourbon age with like uh, some chocolate added to it, and you know some spice added to it. It's it's kind of crazy, but um, the uh, I don't know if you have any breweries where you are really, but the brewery culture here is pretty big too. 
And uh, the thing about that, though, is that <laughs> I've gone to some breweries, and it doesn't always mean the beer is good. Just, just to put that out there, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it really, it all depends on your taste. I mean, I guess you know, for some of this stuff, you know, some people might try the same thing you tried and say, mm-hmm. "Oh, this is great." And I mean, like me personally, I'm not. I mean, I don't know if you're an, an IPA drinker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do. I mean, I'm I'm not a big IPA fan on the on a major level. There's there's some here and there that that I'm a fan of. You know, like the yeah, dog, Dogfish Head IPA, sixty, ninety, hundred and twenty minute. Um, I've had all those, and I like those. Those those mm-hmm. are good. There are some IPAs that are just you know for me. It, in my taste, you know, way too hoppy. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I can't sit there and drink it. I have friends that, you know, love, love IPAs and they'll say, Oh, look at that. I got this new IPA, this and that. And I, you know, you take a sip <laughs> and it's like, like, how, how are you going to drink this thing? Oh, so I, it's like, I understand that when it's like, you know, I get, I get it. Everybody has different tastes and beer <clears throat> with everything. So, but like I said, even though, you know, it's you know a local brewery doesn't doesn't mean everything that they they no. brew there is going to be you know an A plus you know winner for everybody. Yeah, and the, I, the IPAs especially because they're, you know, some of them are are just so, some of them are like biting into a pine cone, you know. Or yeah, something. yeah. I'm like, I'd rather not drink a pine cone, you know. Uh, uh, I mean, like. Give me something. I mean, I have no problem, you know, supporting, you know, local breweries and stuff mm-hmm. like that as long as it's something that I can drink and, and, and enjoy in the process. So it's yeah, like, definitely eh, keep keep your pine cones to yourself. <laughs> the first the first IPA I ever had was a stone IPA, which is pretty, pretty tart. Uh, yeah, and I've, I, I've had some of those. Yeah, I, I have a friend of mine that was, uh, he probably still is, you know, big into, you know, the stone the stone brewing and mm-hmm. all, and all their beers. Yeah. Some of them are pretty good. I mean, some of them are pretty, pretty, I mean, it's like you, you take a drink and it dries your mouth out because it's so hoppy, you know, those yeah, and that's the problem. It's like, you know, you drink it and you're like, you kind of said, just like, kind of like, you know, you kind of like just chomping like your mouth <laughs> around, like, like I want to drink a beer to kind of feel refreshed, you know, mm-hmm. and my mouth is, you know, like, cleansed (laughs) not sitting there taking a drink of it like all right now i need something to wash down this taste yeah ipa in my mouth and it's like but he's like yeah man but it's like you know 16 percent alcohol it's like well i i don't care (laughs) yeah but it tastes terrible a pine tree I know, like that's that's all right. I'll I'll sit here. I don't care. What do we have in the? What else is in the cooler? Is it is it a quartz <laughs> light or something? It's like whatever. It's not my favorite, but hell, I'll I'll drink this. You know, you know. Instead, it's at least gonna, you know, make me feel a little refreshed and not needing yeah. another drink after I just drank a sip of beer. I mean, there is something to it when beer companies say, you know, a beer is easy drinking because that's true because. Some of those, some of those IPAs are not easy drinking. Like it's a chore to get it to get it down, you know. Yeah, and I'm like, like I mean, uh, personally, I I don't get it. I mean, I'm trying to think of the the right way to say it. <laughs> but I'm like, it's like if it's a chore to get it down to drink it, then yeah, why do you really want <clears throat> to be drinking it? Is it just because you know that? It's got the higher alcohol that, you know, gets you a better buzz. I mean, 
he could, you know, take shots of random alcohols that <laughs> can get you the same feeling too. Yeah. So I mean, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's really a mystery a to me. Whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> have you had? Uh, we're talking about natural. Have you had that Natter Day where it's like uh, flavored? Have you yeah, had that? yeah, I had that. Yes, yes. I, it, was, it was. I mean, I thought it was all right. It was decent. I mean, uh, you know, the the strawberry lemonade. Uh, flavored beer, which it, was, it wasn't that bad. I mean, I, I had it, uh, I had it last year, right after it first <clears> came out, and I picked up a uh, a twelve pack of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at first, I wasn't a big fan of it, but it was one of those beers that kind of kind of grew on you after you drank it, you know, a couple times. Like I think I had like maybe one or two of the first time. It was like, eh, it's all right. But then after a couple other days. You know, it was a nice, you know, summertime beer yeah. to, to drink, and it was kind of, you know, uh, flavorful. So it wasn't that bad. It's such a big, like, I, I guess at some point the the beer makers were like, hey, let's just start making stuff that doesn't taste like beer because I guess that's a big, you know, because obviously like seltzers are really popular now. And everybody, I saw Corona has a seltzer. Yeah, they got a seltzer now. Bud Light's got a seltzer. Good grief! The other every every place has a has a seltzer now, and even the the flavored. I don't know if I mean if you've had the uh, the Bud Light has a lemonade uh, mm. beer as well, which was surprisingly not mm. bad. I, I picked up a can one a tall boy can of that. I guess a few months back, I came across it. And was actually pleasantly surprised with the with the taste of the the Bud Light lemonade. Yeah, because I picked up <laughs> I picked up a can of the Bud Light lemonade and the Bud Light lemon tea. Oh, and yeah. the Bud Light lemonade was was pretty good. I'll, I'll give that a thumbs up. The Bud Light lemon tea was garbage. It was it was <laughs> it was terrible. It was like like drinking like a just a a tea bag, you know, that was left over. I mean, it was, I I was going into it thinking it would be, you know, similar to like, um, you know, a hard iced tea or like, uh, like a twisted tea, something like that, which is, you know, decent enough, you know, to drink, but it was just not very good at all. And I was like, this is terrible. Like who, who is buying this? (laughs) Oh, I know. It's like, who do they market? Like, I saw PBR has that. Um, the PBR is another good beer. But PBR has that coffee beer they made. Have that, you seen that? that? I I had that. That is that is really good. because uh, it's not. That's crazy to me. I think is that it's not like a a coffee flavored beer. It's it's more, it's more like a uh, a coffee malt beverage. Oh, okay. So it's like if you got the like the iced coffees. Like um, in the crate, you know, at the grocery store, mm-hmm. like vanilla iced coffee. There, it's essentially the same thing as that, just with alcohol in it. So, oh, I see. So, when you when you take it at face value with that, yeah. it's actually pretty good. You know, if you substituted an iced coffee with that, it is pretty good. It's hmm. not like a it's not like a coffee flavored beer. Like I had the I had the Blue Moon. Um, they have an iced coffee blonde, mm-hmm. um, which, and that's more just like your, you know, coffee flavored, you know, beer brewed with 
know, mm-hmm. beans or whatever this is. I don't know. <laughs> and it's decent enough, but but I mean, you have one that's a beer that has that coffee flavor. Then the the PBR hard coffee is just like a you know a right. nice coffee that has alcohol in it, which okay, which, which well, works. It's sense. good. Yeah, if, if it's a great way to start your day if you want to. <laughs> Substitute your regular iced coffee with a PBR iced coffee. Uh, it, it's pretty good. And and PBR, PBR has a hard seltzer as well now, too. I don't know if you saw, if you've seen that, but they have a couple flavors, too. So they're in the, the hard seltzer market as well. <laughs> I saw that, I think it was uh, maybe last year, uh, a buddy of mine that I used to work with, he's like, he sent me this article where it talked about this whole big line of assorted PBRs that they were making you know there was like the coffee one and then there, there was like they have like three four different things that they were doing and it's just so weird to me like just to see the can like you know the the coffee the pbr coffee can mm-hmm. it just looks looks weird to me because i'm always so used to the to their red white and blue can yeah the red white and blue to standard you know pbr yeah. they have the um the pbr easy i don't mm-hmm. know if, if you had that that's you know just they're they're lighter they're light beer and mm-hmm. then they have their pbr extra which is like their higher abv uh mm-hmm. beer so they have they're, they're kind of they're trying to cover all the bases you know with you know your regular beer your light beer your heavy beer your now they got their seltzer and their <laughs> and their hard coffee so you know that's leaving, crazy you know, to me. And I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I forget. I think they also had something else in the works. I yeah, I thought, I, I, thought I they forget had, what it was. I thought it was some sort of uh, like whiskey. Beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It might have been. Yeah, yeah. Like kind of a combo thing. Yeah, I go up to so uh, my uh, best friend Casey. We were in the army together. We went to Iraq together in '03, and he's been on my he's been on the podcast a couple times. And I'll go, he lives in Milwaukee. He's from up there. And so we'll go, I'll go up there and visit him for the weekend sometimes. And of course we drink high life typically, obviously it's Milwaukee, right? And mm-hmm. eat, eat a bunch of bratwurst and go to a Brewers game and all this kind of stuff. I, I went, <laughs> I went to visit him last year and, and we always go to the store and get like supplies for the weekend, which usually is like a bunch of beer, uh, a couple packs of bacon and some ice cream sandwiches or something, you know? So he, he's, he was like, I've been drinking this natter day. And I looked at him. I said, are you serious? I said, you're, <laughs> you're, in, you're in like the fucking beer heaven. You know, I, I said, are, he goes, he goes, Hey man, it's, it's refreshing. It's crisp and it's refreshing. And I was like, I ain't drinking that. I don't, I don't want that, you know, but, uh, you go to like, there's this place called the, the broad house in Milwaukee. And, uh, it's been there for a long time, but they have uh, original Schlitz on tap, which is oh, really, very really nice, cool. nice, which yeah. Very, and a lot of people think about Schlitz; they think about the malt liquor, but the original Schlitz, like the regular Schlitz beer, is very good. I think personally, and you go in there and sit down, and they usually have two for one uh, drafts, which is even better. <laughs> the first time I, we went in there, I ordered a Schlitz, and it, and the girls sit two of them in front of me. And I was like, uh, and she goes, they're two for one. Like, you moron, this is Milwaukee, you know? <laughs> like, all right, two for one, all right, keep like, coming. Okay. All right, hey, that's yeah. fine with me. Yeah, just yeah. load them up. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. 
that was kind of popular. But I, I, I like give, kind of give him a hard time about the Natter Day thing, you know. But that's like a like there the bar culture is so cool because it's like, and he when he got the army he worked at three or four bars bouncing while he was in college, and and he's like pretty much everybody goes to the bar every every day like after work, that's where everybody goes, you know. And everybody there's like a group of people that go to you know all the different bars. And if someone doesn't, if you don't see someone at the bar for a day or two, then someone will go by their apartment or house and check on them to make, yeah, sure. <laughs> make sure they're okay. Like, anybody seen this guy? He hasn't been here in two days. All right, sorry. Send, uh, send somebody over to go and uh, go and check on him there. Yeah, so definitely. <laughs> what, was the, what was the first thing you got drunk on? The first thing? I mean, I'm pretty sure um, I'm can't remember what came first it was either it was either corona Mm. or or coors light those were kind of like the two (sighs) beers you know the the teenage yeah uh years um you couldn't be picky then you had to take no no it was it was like what could you get and 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 that was it and it was mainly (laughs) you know going to you know parties and you know having some friends who's you know you know parents would you know mm-hmm. say okay you know as long as you're you know you're not going anywhere you're staying over you know fine yeah. you know do what you guys want to do and you know hang out here so it was like all right whatever beers were there and and at the time you really didn't know know any better <laughs> yeah you don't even know i remember drinking uh uh i don't know how old you are i'll be 39 this year but i remember in high school People were talking about Ice House was real big because it was five and a half percent, you know. So like everybody wanted to get Ice House because yeah, I yeah. Have, I mean, I, just, I mean, I'm 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 35, so I'm not oh, okay. too far too far behind you. But I mean, I know what it, what I had always wanted was 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 Bud Ice. That oh, was like God. the big thing, Ma- mainly because of the the Penguin. You know, growing up and seeing the commercials and and the was, bottle was like ice had like the it, ice exactly texture. it was it was yeah. a, you know ice texture to the thing and it, it was different and it was the penguin and the doobie doobie doo and doobie all that doobie stuff doobie doobie doo yeah I remember they had Bud Ice and they had Bud Dry too. yeah they, yeah they were, I, never, I never I never got to have I never had the Bud Dry that was one of those that you know just I never had a chance to I didn't either to get I remember. One time when I was in college, I remember seeing a 30-pack of it in, in <laughs> one of the liquor stores. Yeah. But never never got a chance to try it. And I think they got rid of it probably like a year or so Yeah. after that. So, I mean, I, I, I don't think it was really anything that we missed out on uh, with it. But <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't think so. The I, I do, like you, like growing up, you hear those commercials all the time. And definitely the Bud Ice Penguin because when I uh, – when I, I joined the Army in, in uh, August of 01, and then I went through basic training, and I was stationed at Fort Campbell, Kentucky, which is like 40, 50 minutes from Nashville. The very first weekend I was there, me and like six or eight other dudes went to Nashville. And, we, of course, we went to a strip club, as you do, you know. And they didn't serve alcohol there, obviously, because we were I was, I was even, I was like 20, 19 to 20, or 20. But there was a guy with us who was 21, and he had bought, like, a couple cases of Bud Ice. And I remember drinking so many of those, and I woke up the next day, and I thought my head was going to fucking explode. Yeah, I, they'll, they'll, Bud Ice will give you some some nasty hangovers. Oh I, I drank that a lot in, uh, in college. 
Mm. Yeah, between I don't know. I was I was a big Budweiser drinker. Bud and Bud Ice were like yeah. my go to oh. in college and and those were some bad hangovers from <laughs> they were rough, man. From, from I, those beers. <laughs> the the first thing I really got drunk on was uh my I have an older brother who was house sitting for a guy he worked with. And so we were over at this guy's house. It was my brother and his girlfriend and me. And the guy had a like a fridge on the back porch and was chock full of Bud Light. So I was, I, was, uh, I think I was like 16 or 17. So I was drinking his Bud Lights. I remember the All-Star, the baseball game was on, the All-Star game was on. And we ordered pizza. And then we went to the store for some reason. And I said, hey, I said, I remember I seen a Heineken commercial during the All-Star game. And I never had Heineken before. And I said, hey, will you buy me something like Heineken? And my brother's like, man, that shit's nasty. You don't want that. I said, no, 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 I do, I do, I do. And he's like, all right, whatever. So he buys me this Heineken. And I had a bunch of Bud Lights at that point. And then ate some pizza and then drank all six. Uh. <laughs> and I ended up, I ended up, I ended up uh, tossing, tossing the pizza and the beer into the sink. I got sick. No, I, yeah, I can imagine. Time. Oh, <laughs> man, that was so terrible. Oh, uh, and I've never had Heineken since then. I, I won't. I was like, nah, I'm good. And that's you know, one of those on the no, the no fly list now for you. One of those, the, yeah. <laughs> like, you think it's? Like, I've had Stella. I like, I like Stella. You know, that's a good Belgian. Yeah, beer, yeah. You know, but yeah, Heineken. You know, you were not Zen. It's like Heineken. Like now, it's like Heineken. It's like kind of overpriced. I think you might. It was kind of at, at that time. Heineken was kind of like the the fancy. Mm-hmm. You know beer i mean this is before you know all these craft beers and yes things mm-hmm. like that so, like any any imported beer was looked at at least in my eyes as you know like a fancy beer. no it, it was, was it was more expensive you know like corona was a big deal exactly yeah corona's yeah. heineken's guinness. you know anything guinness yeah anything that was imported is you know it was more expensive so it was like oh this is the higher class you know beers yeah and like I said, you saw it, you know, on TV, the commercials, and you're like, "Oh man, no, get, give me this. I want, I want to try it. I want to try it. I want to drink it." Yeah, and I thought it was cool. Next, yeah, the next thing you know, you you throw it back up, you know, later and, 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 and uh, never and again. <laughs> they don't tell you in the commercial that it smells like a damn skunk, you know, when you open the beer and you smell it, and you're like, "Whoa." You know, the Heineken's got that skunkiness, you know. Yeah, it has and, that smell to it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, my dad was a was a Heineken drinker, you know, when mm-hmm. I was growing up. But, um, and I, I like it. I mean, I, I'll drink it from time to time. I mean, I've, I've I certainly have never had any experiences <clears throat> like you had, you know, with with Heineken anyway. So, <laughs> it's not it's not on my it's not on my usual you know rotating list go to. But no, every now and then I'll. I'll pick some up and uh, yeah, and drink it. I mean, the only one thing that you know I had a really bad time with. I mean, this was when we talk about hard alcohol, and this was um, when the absolute vodkas came mm-hmm. out with the different flavors. <laughs> yeah. uh, a, a friend of mine, his him and his parents went on a cruise. And came back with you know the variety of of every different flavor of absolute vodka that <laughs> they had mm. out there because because my one friend 
where we used to hang out a lot. His dad had a big bar down in the basement, you know, fully stocked. You know, everything was down there. So that's where we usually hang out and have parties and, you know, drink uh, mm-hmm. down there. So he, the fr- another friend of mine, he brought back a bottle of, of absolute um, lime on. So it was the, the lemon lime uh, vodka. And we're having, he said, we're having a party at my friend's house and start doing shots of uh of this stuff and down in my friend's uh, basement there's this girl sitting on a chair just all of a sudden mm-hmm. she just leans over and throws up all over the <laughs> all over the floor and uh. <laughs> and so i'm trying to be you know a nice a nice guy and you know i try to you know help you know clean up everything and then you know you've probably been there you, know, you start cleaning it up and then mm-hmm. you yourself start to yeah. <laughs> oh god and i think it was after quite a few shots of of that stuff and so i went outside and just proceeded to you know <laughs> yeah. up in the bushes out there but at least i did it outside and not on, outside. on the basement floor you know Ooh. Uh, I, mean, I like how they call it limon, like they try to dress it up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, but I mean, that was like that was the big thing too between the, all the flavored vodkas and stuff. I mean, like, oh yeah, and that was like the big thing. It's all these different fads when it comes to alcohol. I mean, we're on the seltzer fad, yeah, now for the past you know year or so. So we're waiting for that one to. Now there's one um, called I think it's called fizzy or something or fuzzy fizzy. It's a it's a Molson Coors product, where it's a it's a seltzer, but they ha- they added vitamin C to it. I saw this the other day. Oh, so now you can you know get <laughs> your well, vitamin C while drinking. So hey, why not? It's like I I I think you know I mean there's like this target market of people who want to drink but don't want to taste alcohol. You know, like the right. I think that that's the reason why the the seltzers are a big thing mm-hmm. now. Is that is the people that you know wanted to you know watch their calories. You know what? Yeah. Most most seltzers are only a hundred mm-hmm. calories. You know, for a you know twelve ounce can or whatever. It's still at you know five percent alcohol, but don't have much taste to them. But now, apparently, the White Claw, whatever they do with the White Claw alcohol, it makes people drunk quicker somehow. I I did read that too. So, I don't know what they're doing with that. Who knows what's in there? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, sneaky, I don't... <laughs> sneaky bastards with this stuff. <laughs> it's like I don't know what's in there. Don't know what what goes on with it. But you know, I I want no part of it. <laughs> no. my beer, and I can go on with my day. Yeah, I mean, Miller Lite's only ninety eight calories, ninety six calories. Exactly. Yeah. You know. So it's not too bad. I think a uh, uh, high life is like one one forty. So that's not bad. Yeah, and, it, and usually it's like if you're doing a bunch of drinking. I mean, how much do you really care about the calories for? <laughs> exactly. The, the one for thing I do, I can tell you. I don't know if you do this, but I drink a lot of water when I drink. Yeah, I tr- I try to. It's, it's always like I always make a. Uh, conscious effort to try to try. You fill up a cup of water and it's still there the next day. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, that's always the, the big thing is always say, you know, how, like, how can you drink all day, you know, and, and not mm-hmm. get a hangover? And all, people always say, you know, make sure to drink a lot of water, you know, in between. And it's usually try to say, you know, try to drink a water between, you know, every beer 
Detroit. <laughs> is that going to happen? Probably not. Maybe if you could space it between like every two or three beers. That's a lot of water. water. But let's see. Like I said, then that's what happens. You start to drink so much water. You drink so much beer. Once you break the seal, it's game over. Then it's you're done. Thing, you know, all night long. That's the <laughs> that that's the problem with it. It's like, yeah, I always do get a water. Like you know, if I meet some of the guys, you know, some of my buddies will go like to a place here locally. You know, grab a burger and drink drink some beers. I always get a water and drink like one or two, like big glasses of water. Typically, I try to, and I, and I drink water throughout the day anyway. But yeah, it's, it's funny because like back in uh, December, <clears throat> I drink uh, Jameson one night. I drank like almost a whole a whole fifth because <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> but I woke up the next day and I felt like pure shit. And I told my wife that, and she's like, "Well, you drink almost a whole bottle. What do you expect?" And I felt like crap for like three days. And I was like, man, I used to do this. You know, this wasn't a big deal. I know. Oh. yeah. <laughs> but it happens though. So right. you, you have one of those, uh, one of those <laughs> lingering like three day hangovers. I mean, I've, I've been there before. <sighs> too, you know, it's like you, you drank, you know, Saturday night and, you know, you just are shot for, you know, Sunday, just like sitting in bed or laying on the couch. Yeah. You, you go to work on Monday you still be feeling it Tuesday a little bit that it takes till like Wednesday to finally <laughs> feel like back to normal. The older you get, that's what happens. And see, this was like right like a week or two, by like two weeks before Christmas. So like, you know, I, I was so excited because we had the tree up and I'd pour myself a whiskey. And we'd have like, you know, the, you know, Dean Martin Christmas album playing and like the Netflix fireplace on, you know. It's, and you're like, yeah, I just want to just be in like flannel pajamas. Just get in the festive holiday spirit, you know. You just, yeah. <clears throat> you just took it a, a few steps too far, you know. Yeah. But yeah, uh, so, now now you learned your lesson for for Christmas this year to you know, yeah, scale it whole, back <laughs> a little bit. A whole year to think about it, you know. Yeah, yeah, you know, you no. you live and you learn, you know. That's you that's do. what happens. I do like whiskey though. I've always. You know, back home, bourbon's real big. Everybody drinks bourbon, you know. And most people, especially uh, back where I live, people back home, people drink bourbon like during the wintertime, r- really big. And in the summer, they switch to beer. It's just kind of funny. It's like a kind of this weird thing. Uh, but yeah, as I've gotten a little older, I, I can't really drink a lot of that, a lot of whiskey and stuff. Like, uh, like two weeks ago, I think I had. Uh, three three whiskeys on the rocks, and I woke up the next day with a pounding headache. I, I mean, <laughs> it wasn't even that much. Like we were just hanging out, watching TV, and I had a taste for it, and I just was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna have a couple whiskeys," you know. So it's just kind of one of those things, but uh, you know, you know, some, a few beers though treats me pretty good typically. So I'm, I'm glad. I'm still glad of that. I know that people, you know, you don't really need alcohol, but it does help, I think. Sometimes it makes things more fun. At least, at least I think. Anyway, you get a little, a little crazy, a little wild. You know, all within reason. You know, it's it's a good thing. Especially when you get, like you said, during this pandemic and stuff, and then when you have uh, like kids and stuff. I mean, you know, it's it's nice to be able to sit to be at home and and enjoy your enjoy yourself at home and have a drink or something or whatever you want to do. You know, uh, but it is. You know, it's been nice with the pandemic. And like you said earlier, I don't know how much money has been saved 
Yeah. <laughs> because they, I, I saw like like beer, like alcohol sales was up like seventy nine percent. Oh yeah, yeah. When it's like, I mean, I've seen so many things, you know, saying, you know, you know, you think of all these businesses and stuff, and all these places that are having all these financial troubles, and I don't know if you've probably seen some of the memes out there, and it's like, you know, mm-hmm. like oh, all these businesses having you know financial struggles during the 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 coronavirus, and it's like the liquor store owners are all like looking up like well not us because <laughs> yeah. like our business has been booming you know so no and uh some of the restaurants here started doing like cocktails to go and stuff like that yeah, I, yeah. I think that's brilliant man I, I think that's something that should should yeah, should be a regular around. thing yeah, stick around for the long run here you know once you know things are back to to normal you know so yeah still you know you're forgetting you know food to go you know you can throw in a cocktail to go and you know be on yeah. on your way you know what's no, no harm in that. And like I said, they do their, you know, precautions, you know, to try to make sure that people won't, you know, drink it on the, <laughs> on on the, the way, way home. home. But, you know, you yeah, told it's... them not to drink it. So there's no reason for those of us that can follow the rules yeah. and not drink it while driving. <laughs> you know, don't ruin the fun for the rest of us. So, yeah, exactly. Exactly. But it's, it's a good business model, I think. And uh, <laughs> I think, I think alcohol to go should continue. I agree. I'm on board with you with the uh, with that one there. I, f- I fully support that. <laughs> <laughs> now you were now you were saying you you brought up your friend Casey who was who mm-hmm. was on your podcast uh, recently, and I was and I was listening to your your most recent episode of the the Fat Drunk and Stupid oh, uh, podcast, and he brought up a. a a great um, story related to a man that's been in the news recently, and I wanted to kind of get your take on the on the Marty Jannetty oh, situation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which, so which, which your which your podcast just came out, you know, <laughs> like late last week, right as all this news hit with with Marty Jannetty and his his pseudo murder oh, confession. <laughs> so I know that I know that you, you you're into wrestling, right? And you have your website. Yeah. Yeah, wrestling, which is cool. I'm a big wrestling guy too, and uh, so yeah, Casey and I, Casey was gonna c- come back on the pod because we figured like he would, he would you know jump in and because we'll, we talk all the time and we've been best friends since 2002, and we went to Iraq together and everything and we talk like weekly, you know, and we just kind of just, you know, we'll be having beers and just get on the phone and talk for talk for a while. So he had told me before when this happened about hanging out with Marty Jannetty and how, and how he was, you know, how he was just such a wacko. And so we were going to do an episode anyway. And then this Marty Jannetty story comes out <laughs> and, and I sent it to him and he goes, Holy fucking shit, dude. He goes, I, 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 he goes, can I tell the Marty Jannetty drinking story? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. You know, because, and from him working at a couple bars in Milwaukee, he's run, he's ran into a, a lot of different people. You know, uh, he's got another good one where he threw uh, Eddie Munster out of the bar. The guy that <laughs> Eddie Munster, the Munster. So we'll talk about that one at some point. But it was, that's a wild one because he used to. I used to be a police officer, and I, I would work night shift. And he would get off work at like you know three in the morning, and he would call me and tell me about all the the wild stuff that happened. So I saw this story about Marty Jannetty. I'm like, oh man, you know. I, my thing is Marty Jannetty's never gotten over getting uh kicked through that window on right, right. <laughs> you know? i remember watching that live i remember when that happened and uh 
it's just wild. I guess he kind of did some backpedaling, obviously, as he, as it was. But it's it's weird, you know, because a lot of these guys, uh, you know, and I said that in the episode. It's like you get older, and you realize all these wrestlers you used to watch. These guys were all high as kites. Oh yeah, most of them. Yeah, they all had some sort of uh, <laughs> issues with drugs or alcohol or yeah, or both. <laughs> and they have this such this like grind lifestyle where they're literally on the road all the time. You know, and especially in the in the back in the territory days where these guys were driving to towns every single day wrestling. Some of them wrestling like three or four matches a day. They'd wrestle one place, drive next town, wrestle again, you know. And I mean, and that wears on you, obviously. It tears you up. And I remember watching the uh, like the resurrection of, J- of Jake the Snake the, uh, documentary, which was really, really good. But uh, him talking about like <laughs> the wrestlers would put all their drugs in his snake bag because the TSA would check it. I mean, just crazy stuff. But yeah, so so he told that story. And uh, I just think it was funny. Marty Gennetti just drinking straight rumple mints. <laughs> right. I was, I was like, like you said, I listened to that and I was like, out of everything you could be drinking, you know, rumple mints was the, the drink Disgusting. of choice for, for, for Marty, you know, that night. Cause I'm like, I've, I've had rumple mints before. <clears throat> and that was another one of those, like, you know, during that teenage, you know, early drinking years that, you know, rumple mints. And I don't know if you ever had black house uh, either, I mean, it's just like two, just those hard alcohols that just were, you know, like it was was just like, it was like, why did we drink this stuff? I mean, it's like, it wasn't like, it didn't taste good, but. (laughs) I remember uh, I went to Iraq in 03 and I came home for two weeks of leave. And my brother was like, hey, we got this new drink we've been drinking. And I said, okay, what is it? And he goes, uh, it's a shot of Jaeger dropped to a glass of Red Bull. And I said, oh, oh okay. okay. <laughs> and I'd never had Jaegermeister before uh, until then. And so it was like, you know, that was like a fad. That was like a trend. Everybody was doing right. those, yeah. you know, and everybody was. And, oh, my God, that was like two weeks of just of just a drunken nightmare. And, <laughs> and but, you know, thinking back now, I'm like. Now at this point in my life, I would not drink that. Like if you offered me that, I would be like, no thanks. I'm good. <laughs> I don't want that at all. But yeah. those were big. And then back like in you probably remember like back in the ninety early nineties, like Goldschlager was was real big. Yeah. 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 You know, which also was disgusting. But people thought it was cool because they had gold flakes in it, you know, so people bought it. <laughs> right. It's a gimmick, you know. They just, like you said, you know, Marty's out there, you know, drinking, you know, rumble mints <laughs> and and, but, and yeah, stuff. I mean, it's it's, it's uh, funny. <laughs> the poor guy, I man. I'm sure he's got some issues. Yeah, yeah, he definitely does. I mean, anybody who's been keeping track of him in uh, in a text, you know, group text between me and a couple of my friends, you know, we've been kind of been tracking Marty's story for for mm-hmm. probably a few years at this point. If you if you've ever kept track of his Facebook page, I mean, he puts some wild, weird oh, posts yeah. up there and everything. So I mean, it was you know kind of, you know, not ex- I'm not going to say it was expected that he'd come out and, you know, say what he did about, you know, possibly, you know, killing somebody. <laughs> Making a guy disappear. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I mean, like, there was a thing last year, it's on a 60 day uh, bender, you know, after WrestleMania, you know, of, of drugs and girls and booze and, and, you know, couldn't, you know, get himself detoxed or anything like that. So that's crazy. Uh, 
and he always pops up every now and then posting, you know, some sort of, you know, a comment about some story, you know, about his, you know, you know, time in the, the WWF, you know, back in the early nineties. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, feel bad for the guy, you know, with everything he's, he's going through, but I mean, no, you see do. stuff like that, you're like, like, Oh man. <laughs> yeah. I saw that. I said to Casey and I was like, look at this, look at this. I was like, your buddy Marty's off the deep end again, you know? <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, that, that was crazy. And I remember, I remember when that happened. Casey called me the next day and was like, "You're not gonna believe who I hung out with this weekend, Marty Janetti." And I was like, "What? Are you serious?" You know, because even still, because he said Marty came in the bar that he was there there with, and he just like shook his hand. He said he was a nice guy. Like he was nice to everybody. Just hanging out, drinking, drinking his rumple mints, and got just smashed, hammered. You know, and then tried to r- wrestle the next day. It didn't didn't work out for him, right? <laughs> right, wrestler, or, or just kind of stand on the apron and just you know not yeah. do anything. But hey, he showed up at least. So he did. He, I'm sure he still wanted to get his paycheck. I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. He's like, well, I'll go out there. I'll stand on the apron. I'm not going to get in the ring and do any moves. But um, as long as you guys still pay me, I'll go out there. So it's like, all right, well, whatever. He's here, so you know, put him out there. What is your so? What's your opinion on the current product? That's always a hot topic in wrestling Twitter, I think. Yeah, I, I'm certainly not a fan of of anything these days. I mean, I, I mean, it's pretty much, at least in my opinion, it's been on kind of the downturn for you know a few years. You know, yeah. I mean, at this point, but I just think certainly even more so today with the no crowd. Well, the no crowd thing is is shows, bad. I mean, I. You know, I can't really s- sit through any of any of those shows, and it's just like, no. eh, maybe I'll check back in. You know, I'll, I'll pop in every now and then, and maybe watch a few minutes, and then be like, eh, you know what? I'll find something else to to do with my time. Yeah, it's. I think it's difficult because to be a fan. I mean, I think the past, like you said, the past few years, especially like just looking at WWE, it's just been. S- really just weird stuff that they do and it's like they they everything changed when they became a public publicly traded company i mean that they really you know they didn't want to be a wrestling company so to speak they wanted to be an entertainment company right right you know and it shows because you know a a big part of wrestling is storylines right and they'll have a storyline and they'll just totally abandon it and they'll just (laughs) treat the audience like they're idiots you know it's like well, well you know we're just not doing that anymore you know or something and I, I think it's difficult because a lot of people like myself i mean i think back to like the attitude era and and how much i enjoyed that exactly right right and and you can look back at some of this stuff now and say <clears throat> uh, it certainly doesn't age well you know mm-hmm. certain certain things from from back then but no. i mean but you were sitting there every monday you know anticipating waiting oh man because you know it was going to be you know a fun you know two hours to sit through you know you never knew what was going to happen and yeah i mean i guess times were different then and you know there was no you know social media or stuff like Mm -hmm. this where people can constantly you know complain and and bitch about everything (laughs) when it comes to yeah product i mean but it was like it was fun to sit through and you, you knew you were in for a good show for, for two hours. Yeah, I mean, I remember watching, like, Nitro would come on at 8, and then I'd watch, and then at 9 o'clock, Raw came on. 
and then I would kind of flip back and forth. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, typically depending on what was going on. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that that uh, I'd forgotten about that I was like, there was a lot of stuff that happened during that time that was that was not very good. You know, that just wasn't good. But they had such a the energy with the crowds were were so hot all the time. It seemed obviously like Stone Cold and The Rock and DX and those guys, and then WCW with with NWO. I mean, that was just you know absolutely crazy. You know when that happened, and you know it was it was a cool time to be a wrestling fan because you had two companies competing, and then I think for a long time WWE had no competition. You know, in the past couple of years, right, right. So they signed all these wrestlers from all over the world, but then they didn't do anything with hardly any of them. And so you, you know, if you try to follow, you know, some of these guys who maybe were in New Japan or something, they go to WWE and then nothing happens. You know, I mean, look look at like. Like someone like Nakamura, you know. Yeah, uh, they, what, they they sign up all these people just to, so nobody else can have them, and it's right. like, all right, well, we have these guys now. They're not really going to do anything, but we have then, so nobody else can. Okay. Yeah, and then they, they they do the same thing. Like they they bring back the part time guys a lot, you know, and give them you know main events, things like that. And I I don't know, it's just weird. I haven't really I kind of halfway keep up with it, and I started watching a little bit of AEW too. Probably bef- right before the no crowd stuff started happening, just watching some of that, and and of course people, a lot of people were embracing that like it's the greatest thing ever. But it it's like, well, if you look at wrestling, it's a repeat of a lot of the same stuff. Exactly. <laughs> you know, uh, pretty much anything that AEW has done, WWE has already done at some point, or some right. or WCW yeah. or somebody. Right. There's only there's only so many new innovative ideas mm-hmm. in the world of yeah. wrestling. You know, people can come up with with everything. It's anything's going to be a rehash of something similar, or is there something along the same lines of something that happened in the past? So, I mean, either you improve on it, or you make it even worse <laughs> than it was the first time around. And you hope they improve yeah. on it. But these days, eh, you know, not so much. It's like, I mean, it's. Will things get better, you know, once, you know, crowds come back and things can get back on track, you know, possibly. But, I mean, eh, I mean I'm not going to hold my breath, you know, at this point. It's just, just like you. I mean, I'll, you know, like I said, I'll pop in mm-hmm. every now and then. I'll kind of keep up with stuff online just to kind of see what's going on. But, you know, the days of, you know, sitting there, you know, anticipating the, no. you know. The nine o'clock, you know, start, you know, are, are long gone. They've been long gone for a while, but yeah, they know, have. But even it, more so. Or buying a pay per view. Like I remember back then, like we would, a couple of friends would come over and we would split the pay per view. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And it's like you absolutely do not want to miss it. I mean, you wanted to watch it, you know. And I don't remember the last time I even watched one of those. Uh, I had the network for a little bit and I ended up getting rid of it because I was like, well, I just watch like the old stuff that I like, which I can go on YouTube and watch. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I even, I can remember the last time I've watched, I mean, I still have the network and yeah. I usually mostly usually just for, you know, old stuff mm-hmm. you know, at this point. And, you know, even when I was kind of, you know, half watching, half not, you know, still, oh, there's a, you know, a pay-per-view on tonight. All right. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll put it on and, and watch it. I probably won't sit there through the whole thing. I'll probably be, you know, doing something else in the meantime. But it's probably been, you know, 
months at the least that I've actually, you know, even watched a minute of any of the the pay-per-views or, you know, big events on the network these days. No, I I find myself, uh, like I said, if I get in the mood for wrestling, I'll go dig up like an old match that I remember or something like that. But yeah, yeah. You just go down the YouTube rabbit hole of, you know, you, yeah. I think I did that the other night. I was sitting there just kind of, you know, clicking around. <laughs> just like go on YouTube and it's like, oh, this match is on here. You go through that. Then you look down the side. You're like, okay, that one. Then next thing you know, it's like two hours later and you've just been clicking around. <laughs> watching I pieces yeah. of, of matches. Cause it's like, oh, crap. What did I do with my night? Okay. All right. Well, it's time for bed now. I just drank yeah. a bunch of beers and just clicked around on YouTube for two hours. And uh, that's it. Pretty much that happens to me with with uh, old wrestling, and also like live music and stuff. You know, yeah. like I'll, I'll go down that rabbit hole sometimes. Or guitars because I play guitar you know, like as a hobby, and so I'll get to, I'll go down like a uh, guitar rabbit hole. Then I go back to some, some <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll like, oh, right, like I said, it depends on what pops up on you know the suggested <laughs> videos on the side of the page. It's like, oh mm-hmm. wait, there's this one I haven't seen this in a while. Let me click on this, and you know, go from there. And man. The uh, the internet is a a crazy crazy place, you know, compared to, to it is compared to where it started when when we first started drinking. Uh, the internet has has evolved, you know, quite a bit. Uh, uh, I remember. <laughs> I remember when we got our first computer at home. It was a when it was a, gate, a gateway computer. I, I had a gateway too. Yeah. <laughs> in the black and white cow box, yep, you know. Yep. Yep. And we had dial up. And I was actually, uh, you'll appreciate this. I was actually in a, I don't know if they do this anymore, but like a e, like a e fed, like a e wrestling yeah, fed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Somehow, I don't know how, but I found this e fed thing, and got into it and created a guy. And you would like post on the message board, like rant back and forth. Right. Yeah. You do your promos People, and everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to explain this to my wife one night, like her eyes glazed over. You know. <laughs> hell are you but, talking about yeah, how much did you like, drink <laughs> but uh no I, I think about that that was actually a lot of fun though i mean but i was like i think maybe 17 or so when that happened and uh i think it was a senior in high school when we got our first computer and it's so crazy to think how far just we've come since then because i was 90 98 and you know that was of course the height of wrestling, the Attitude yeah, Era, and all that yeah. kind, of, kind of good stuff. Yeah, so that, that, was, stuff was, that was around the same time I got my my <laughs> computer too. Yeah, so we're kind of on the same <laughs> the yeah. same level with with that. Yeah, when it was like going online and you know going to the the wrestling news sites, you know, at the time, mm-hmm. you know, and the message boards and and all that stuff, trying to keep up with everything. Have you have you been to a bunch of live shows? Have you been to any live, any live shows? I've only been to a couple shows, you know. But not not too many, you know. I've yeah. been to some, you know, some independent shows, you know, back when I was in in high school. Um, I've only been to a couple, you know, WWE shows mm-hmm. over the years. Just never really. I don't know. Not that I never wanted to go. I just never, you know, timed things out right. I guess oh, yeah. when they'd be around to to do it, or really went out of my way to to do that. I mean, I've you know, been more of like a, you know, a concert, you know, type person. We've been to a ton of concerts, you know, over mm-hmm. the years, but, you know, wrestling shows are like, yeah, you know, for, for the price of, of admission, you know, yeah, it's like to be sitting up high somewhere for what you're paying for. It's like, yeah, you know, I'll just watch it at home. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I, that way. The uh, I knew people who would go to house shows because they used to. I, I don't think they. I don't know what they do now, but but used to like a house show was cheaper and they did more stuff. You know, it was a lot more fan interaction. Right. Cause, right. Because it's not on TV. But I remember uh, when I was a kid, I went to uh, in North Carolina. I think it was in Raleigh, and I saw the. Uh, Rock and Roll Express and the Junkyard Dog, and I thought that was pretty sweet. <laughs> when nice. I was a kid, because Rock and Roll Express was obviously huge in the eighties, you know. Right, and, right. Uh, saw them, and then yeah, I've been to some independent shows. There was a company here in Missouri that that was uh, up in Kansas City that would come to Joplin. Joplin, uh, they have an old building here called Memorial Hall, and they used to have like NWA used to come here all the time, and they actually did a SmackDown here like way back in the uh, late nineties, but. So these guys would come through uh, a couple years ago, and I'd always come support them. You get like ten. I was like ten bucks. You could sit right right on like right on the railing, you know. There you go. Can't go wrong there. Now they had beer, you know, cheap beer and stuff. It was it was a really good show, and the guys wrestled really good. They had some guys. There was one guy that had been on NXT a couple times. I can't remember his name now, but it was a really good show. I mean, I mean, the independent wrestling is. It's good to see that's been doing pretty well i think uh you know i think the internet is a big supporter of oh, that. yeah definitely yeah yeah definitely the independent wrestling scene has been making you know leaps and bounds over the past mm-hmm. few years i mean you know taking a big hit with everything going on today but yeah I mean, a lot a lot of places a lot of independent you know promotions <laughs> have been running starting to run a lot more shows mm-hmm. you know now up in out and you know you know open arenas and you know things like that fields you know there were a couple i know that been running shows down in atlantic city on the boardwalk mm-hmm. so they're, they're finding ways now to kind of get back out there and get things up again because definitely um from from what i've seen and what i've talked to people you know the independent wrestling scene has been the big you know the more important scene of the wrestling business compared to the the major promotions it's all the indie guys oh, yeah. these days got are getting the 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 praise from the yeah. from everybody so it's so it's cool to see that and you know see, see what see what happens with that so definitely so i mean it's definitely saying you know wondering you know the days of the dial-up internet to, <laughs> to today and, yeah. and here and here we are now who would have thought back then we'd be sitting here talking and and podcasting you know pretty uh, crazy yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I have my show here, and, and I know you have. You know, you're coming up almost on your one year anniversary of uh, of your show. I mean, I you am. want to, you know, give a, you know, a little spiel, and you know, a tell people, you know, a little plug about what you got going on there. Sure. So, uh, of course, the show is called Fat, Drunk, and Stupid. It's on Twitter, FDS Podcast Seven, and basically. I created this show to just uh, have a place for me to talk about whatever I wanted to. And, but I have, you know, guests and I have uh, friends pop in and I do some solo episodes too. Uh, but uh, it's been a lot of fun so far. I've, I started it, like you said, almost a year ago. I um, did a couple episodes and then I was, didn't do anything for a couple months. And then I decided, you know, I want to get, I want to do this regularly, you know, regular episodes and make a Twitter. That was a big that was a big part of it. So I made a Twitter back in early May and 
started releasing regular episodes, had found some guests, kind of got things going again. And so it's, it's been, it's been cool. It's been uh, a lot of fun connecting with people like yourself and, and, you know, a bunch of other, I didn't know there was this huge community of podcasters, you know, on Twitter. I had no idea. <laughs> Every, everybody in their cat has a podcast <laughs> these days. And as I say I've that, one of, my, one of my cats is roaming around next to me as I, as I say that. So, so they, they, yeah, try to I mean, make, they, they try to make their way on the shows. So, so be careful. <laughs> yeah we we have a couple of those too i call them domestic terrorists because that's yeah. usually what they're good for yeah knocking uh, into shit and knocking it over and exactly <laughs> i think like three things i think fell over while i was sitting here uh <laughs> talking to you so yeah but it, it's been a lot of fun and uh you know i have uh i have some friends stop by uh you know really what i was going to do too was uh actually sit down with people you know, and talk and, and record to people, but COVID kind of put a, put a kibosh on that. Yeah. So, so, you know, but it's, it's been good. Uh, it's been really good. You know, there's usually, you know, there's a different, something different going on that I'm talking about. Uh, sometimes, you know, I talk about a movie occasionally, not, you know, not a movie review podcast by any means, but just kind of what's going on uh, and throw in some, you know, army experiences throwing some you know i did an episode where i talked about my experience as a police officer a little bit um just just different stuff really you know and i like having that flexibility you know to kind of talk about whatever comes up i don't I, i'm not you know painting into a corner for one specific thing but you get the variety you get the the spice yeah. of life there to say yeah you know yeah. this week we'll talk about you know this the next week we'll talk about mm-hmm. something different you know so you get to cover all the bases so you, you can talk about whatever you want to or if you have people on the show they can bring up whatever you know topics they have too so so it works out yeah. for you yeah and i usually you know i'll have a couple notes or something but i like to keep it you know just very conversational very laid back it just kind of goes where it goes sometimes you know, some episodes kind of get in some heavier subject matter, you know, and then some episodes are just uh, having a drink and just like shooting the shit and laughing, you know, which is which is cool, too, because I mean, it's just life. You know, everybody's, you know, it, not everybody's just one thing, you know, so exactly. Uh, it's like if you're sitting in a f- with the person in front of you just talking and you know chatting it's just you mm-hmm. know there's a microphone and it's recorded. I mean, that's the the only difference, yeah. you know, so so it works out. Yeah, I mean that's kind of what I was going for was just to be able to just be like you just sitting around talking to to somebody, you know, and uh that people like the name of the podcast. <laughs> I kind of <laughs> was was trying to think of a name, you know, it's difficult because you know, it's like, well, you know, you want something kind of unique, but you don't want people to be you know, you want it to to make sense, I guess, or sound <laughs> right. <laughs> and so, fat, drunk, and stupid is what I kind of borrowed from Animal House, obviously, but also just I just thought it was funny, and I was like, I don't think anybody would name a podcast that because I wanted something unique as well. Right? Yeah, yeah. You, you have know. you have to do your due diligence and look before and say, okay, well, does anybody have this name? You know, yeah. around you know, just in case, you know, it's like, okay, well, nobody has this. So, all right, boom, it's mine now. I did do a search when I first started it, and I, there was a podcast called Fat, Drunk, and Pregnant. It's <laughs> like, okay. oof, all right, whatever, you know. But uh, uh, I've had people just say, hey, uh, the name of your podcast is hilarious. I'm going to follow you and listen to you. And I'm like, okay, cool. Thanks. Yeah, I appreciate that. You know? <laughs> yeah. But uh, 
so yeah, it's been good so far, man. It's been a lot of fun. I really enjoy it. You know, I, I like, I like recording my own. I like guesting on other podcasts as well. Uh, you know, that's also a lot, a lot of fun working with people, connecting with people and making like real friendships, you know, um, not just, not just, you know, Twitter following people, but actually interacting with people and things like that. Uh, it's been a lot of fun, especially I think during this, during our pandemic days where everybody's kind of isolated, I think people use Twitter in their podcast as an outlet, you know, to, to talk to people. So yeah, not... definitely. You, yeah. You need to have some sort of human interaction. If, even if it's not face to face with somebody, <laughs> at least you can yeah. talk to, you know, a real person on the other side of the microphone through the internet mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, do it that way. But no, definitely that that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of fun. I, I really enjoy it. And, I found so many other podcasts and people have all these interests and everything. And uh, it's cool. And, and the support thing is cool too. Retweeting people's episodes and supporting each other is, is a lot of fun too. Yeah, we talked before about, you know, the YouTube rabbit hole. You can go down the the podcast rabbit hole <laughs> oh, yeah. as yeah. well saying, okay, well, this guy follows this guy and follows this yeah. guy and this podcast is about this topic mm-hmm. and you go from there and then, you know, next thing you know, four hours later, <laughs> yeah, that's you're like, sure. it's, it's 2 a.m. and you're like, I'm still up here, you know, just clicking around on stuff, you know, it, it, it's crazy, but oh, yeah, yeah, but but hey, well, Rob, hey, thanks for coming on here, you know, having some drinks, you know, yeah, shoot man. breeze. Uh, but definitely be uh, keeping tabs on everything you know you have going on with with the podcast in the in the future, and we'll we'll definitely have to to connect again, yeah, and uh, and do it again soon. Yeah, we will, man. I enjoy it, and I, I really enjoy your show. So uh, I, I really appreciate it. All right. Thanks, man. I, I appreciate it. He is is Rob from the Fat Drunk and Stupid Podcast. And I am Bumwine Bob, and until next time, cheers. I think I'm cute. I know I'm sexy. I've got the look that drives a girl wild. I've got the mood that really moves them. I said chill up and down their spine. I'm just a sexy boy.